right, we're live on Facebook and on the podcast. Welcome to episode 26 of the Longcast. We are sitting in this beautiful Thursday afternoon, uh, and we're about to get it started. Lonnie and myself are in studio, ready to rock it for all of our listeners. Uh, top of the hour, of course, please send out your comments or questions or concerns or ads or takeaways or anything to the Longcast at gmail.com. Uh, I check it weekly. Uh, we had some great feedback this week, so thank you very much. Also, uh, we are doing the podcast live from the Loncast Facebook page. That's where we're doing it, not from Lonnie's personal page. We're doing it from the Loncast page, so follow it there. Technically today, Dan, I made a mistake, and we are live from my personal page. I apologize. That is okay. That's so, only for today, though. That is only for today. I apologize. Ultimately, we're going to be uh, doing, doing the live feed through the, po- uh, the Loncast podcast page. Um, which is separate from his personal. So uh, it's neither here nor there. No, it's also, not. Uh, the Instagram follows on the Loncast Pod uh, on Instagram. And I think we're ready to go. So episode 26, we're getting into it right now. All right, what's up, guys? How you doing? Thank you very much for listening and pay attention. We always appreciate you following along. And we our schedule on a Thursday is a little haphazard. We could be on at 11, 12, 1, or sometimes 6 o'clock at night. And you guys always seem to find us and follow us, and we appreciate that. Uh, the evenings for us have become a little bit more difficult because Dan's schedule is a little bit more different, is a little bit different, and my schedule is always different based on the kids. So the daytime seems to work out well for us. But with all that being said, for the Facebook uh, people that are watching, we don't want you to watch this. This is meant to be listened to this is a podcast and we're doing it on facebook live because i don't think my mom knows how to listen to an actual podcast dan so i'm trying i think she says she does but i'm still not sure she does so with that being said we want you to go to one of the podcast spaces go to apple music itunes spotify go to anchor of course our first platform and go listen to all 26 episodes plus the two mini casts i think you'll find that you'll become part of the community inside joe part taking place uh you might not even realize we're saying something and we're directly speaking to the audience so we thank you and we appreciate it keep downloading keep listening and here we go episode 26 halloween season is upon us and i have to say blech, i fucking hate halloween dan you like halloween i so here's the thing uh the wife loves decorating the house and inside she, or outside uh inside goes first and then she decorates outside and i know it's uh when she switches over because the smells of our candles I hate this season smells. Pumpkin. I hate it all. So whatever this season. However, conversely, when it gets closer to Christmas time, I very much enjoy the Candy Christmas canes. smells. Candy the, canes, the, the pine tree. I just hate this season's smells. I don't like the colors, but the house is decorated to the tits. Yeah, uh, it makes her happy. I it's crazy to me less. that people without kids would even bother decorating anything. That's first of all. I guess outside I could see doing possibly for the neighborhood We kids. have our mums. Like, like are you decorated. British? No, we have mums. Oh, mums. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no. It's, oh, your flowers. Yeah, yeah, no. So pumpkins, hay. I get all that whole blocks of hay, whatever they call it, bales of hay. I understand all that whole concept outside of the house. But inside, you don't have any kids. Completely decorated. Top to bottom. Every, uh, it's a so little weird. She switches over all the uh, the bathroom towels. So now they're the fall season towels in that's, our kitchen. That's different. That's not decorations. But there's but does decoration. it say boo? There's pumpkins. Does it there's, say boo on them? Or like, yeah. And ghosts? There's and pumpkins. Oh. There's scarecrows. She's crazy. All over the oh, house. Get out of the house. You're going to be murdered soon. So that is, uh, I know it is officially fall time and Halloween time when the house turns to that. Yeah, that's crazy town. So I didn't do a dick fucking thing until I was uh, married with Katie and then had kids. We Katie would beg me for mums and haystacks outside, so I would do that shit. But inside, 
I'm gonna hang up a skeleton in my house for have, Katie. We have those. No, 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 no. Know what I do now? Now I get those. Well, so okay. Here, let me go backwards. I'm all in for Halloween if it's for children. You know, for the kids. I'm all in for the kids. I don't want you to be. I'm okay with you almost up to 15 years old saying the words trick or treat at my house, right? Or, or, but if, you, if, I, if you're 18 or older and you're saying trick or treat to somebody, you deserve a kick in the dick if or a slap in the you're driving up in, in your car. If you're driving up in your car, <laughs> yes, you deserve a fucking slash tire. You deserve somebody to throw nerds at you because in essence, that is what you are, a fucking nerd. But yes, I don't love when... Kids are, in essence, walking house to house, begging strangers for candy. And in, in theory, it sounds super safe, but um, I don't necessarily know how it's one of these things that has become a thing. October 31st, uh, All Hallows Eve is like a, I think it's like a Catholic holiday, honestly. Yeah, I, I think Catholic so. schools have half days on Halloween. Uh, I'm I'm I positive that. that St. Rose of Lima does or Lima because my dad is the crossing guard at that school and he has a half day schedule that day for Halloween, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't and know. Columbus Day half day. They celebrate Columbus Day like a holiday. That one's too. crazy. They're both crazy. Yeah, Columbus Day. The guy was a fucking savage and not like the New York Yankees. I'm talking about like. A savage. He killed people. So many people. They murdered everybody and took their shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But Halloween is like, and I love Thanksgiving more than anybody, but Halloween is one of those holidays where I'm just like, yo, if you put on makeup as an adult, you're fucking weird. Like, in a, no, no. End of story. That's the period of that sentence. If you... Like, if you dress as a boy, if now I have no problem with transvestites, please don't say I do, or transsexuals, or trans anybody. But if, as a man, you feel the need to dress up like a woman on Halloween, or vice versa, it's weird. It's weird. If me, you, Eddie, and Phil decided, oh, we're going to go as the Golden Girls this year, why the fuck couldn't we go as the A-Team? You know, like, what? why couldn't we go as uh, four other dudes? Like, just four other guys. Why does it have to be four ladies? Like, that's my question. Wigs, makeup, fucking dresses. Are you kidding me? Who does that shit? I think people do it. I think they're I know people to. do it. You're one of them. I've seen you, bro. You dressed up. You're, show these people your head for a second. And people that don't know Dan, he is a bald gentleman. We're possibly going to get micro scalp abrasion from, or sorry, it's called micro scalp pigmentation. I'm not getting that. You're not. I think I'm just getting a full wig. A hair wig. Yeah. We'll get back to that crazy part in a minute. Um, but so Dan is a follically challenged gentleman, for those of you that don't know what he looks like. And uh, for those of you that do know, he's a very handsome follically challenged dude. But Dan, I did see you one year dressed like powder for Halloween, and you went white from the face up. For those of you that don't know what powder is, it was like one of those... Is Powder like a murderer or something? Nah, Powder was a movie from the 90s. No, I know, but what was Powder? Like, was he a, an alien thing? No, or? he got struck by lightning, or his mom got struck by lightning when she when he, she was giving birth to him. And if he you had, guys like, want, special powers. If they want on the Instagram uh, uh, Instagram page, right on our lawn, on the Instagram, uh, the, the Loncast pod page on Instagram, can we post a picture from you from Halloween dressed as. Yeah, I got to track it down. Later? Yeah, we can find that easily. No, listen, I did all my costumes that play into the baldness. So one year I went as Pitbull. One year that I went was as good, but you didn't need makeup for that. You just need sunglasses. Yeah, and it was perfect. Yeah, and one year awesome. I went as Steve Jobs because also I had this perfect. And you had the, the beard cut out perfectly, and yeah. the glasses. And the one year I went as Powder because bald guy, white face. All so my far, costumes played. So far, the two other costumes that you've mentioned with no makeup are way better. Even though I think Powder was my idea, I have to be honest. I think I said to you, you should definitely be Powder, and you were like, hmm. 
may have worked. I don't remember. I would imagine. But you just came to my house to show me it. I came to your I house. I believe 100%. that was why you did that. And then I we went to like we went to Deco Lounge. You, I went with you. No, we went. Oh, I was oh, like, we, I didn't go anywhere. No, I was no, living no. at my current house. I was like, I didn't go anywhere with you at a Deco Lounge. No, we went to your house. <laughs> And then we left from there. I love, I love free candy, right? I do love free candy. So I'm definitely going to go around with my kids and take all the free candy people give us. But I just, like I said, I have a real weird vibe about people who get dressed up so much and are so Halloween centric. And I think it falls into my regular principle of hating everybody who is anything too, too Halloweeny, too religious, too Republican or Democrat, too liberal too into music, too into wrestling, like too anything. Don't be too anything. Just be fucking normal. Can't they just be go to Halloween one time? People are busy with a whole week of going to Halloween and dressing up like fools. Listen, I, I'm, 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 I'm they on, have kids. I'm on the mindset. If it makes you happy, just do it. Why? Why should everybody do what makes them happy? You sound like a fucking millennial. I, sometimes I am, you can't. I am a millennial technically. Yeah, no, not technically, a hundred percent. But not to the point where you actually. Well, I can't say all millennials don't work hard because that's basically like some sort of racism in some way. But you're, you know what I mean? Like you work very hard, but your your ideas of the way you talk and the way you like. I'm all about it. I, I don't think You're anyone all about should be it. stopped to do. If it makes you happy, go get crazy. If you want to have blue hair all year round, perfect. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I'd rather you have fucking blue hair all year round than go get dressed up for Halloween once a year and I, have blue hair. I think because it's, all year long. What about the women that go like all year long? They dress dress one way, dress one way, dress one way, and then there's Halloween and all this automatically. It's they can't be a witch. I gotta be a slutty witch. It's or it's when they slutty can let, Halloween. It's when they they, they 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 let their freak flag fly. That is the one night. That it, the whole express is picking up all stops. Where are you getting on? The whole allowed. train. It's completely allowed. Yeah, but I don't even like, I don't even think I like the, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm just not that dude. And I guess if I, I guess if Katie was like, we need to get all dressed up and be all weird, I probably wouldn't have married her. I would have felt like there was something weird about her. Like she would get more into it, I think, than I want to get into it. So I think it tempers her excitement for it but i don't think haiti is looking to put makeup on like to like all over your face and then what do you got to do with fucking pimples and all kinds of like oh my god it's so terrible i i i i guess i've dressed up so last year i went to hot yoga on halloween so we didn't get dressed <laughs> so up. so you dressed up in your bathing suit so yeah and then we went to yoga but then the year before I the people come honestly, trick-or-treat in your neighborhood we do get some trick-or-treaters. And do you put out a bowl of candy when you're at hot yoga? Uh, last year, Michelle wouldn't let me put out a bowl of candy. Because she's smarter than you. Right. Because she knows that but someone would But we gave steal them that. before and after. And then I have all the Halloween candy in the drawer. The there, leftover. So. That was the what left. we were talking yeah, about yeah. last week. Was your heart. Yeah, yeah, I hope you don't if you don't want to get arrested. Because um, you could kill somebody with that hard-ass fucking candy corns. You might be able to choke somebody to death with that shit. Patch kids. Whatever they were in there, dude, they're hard as a rock. I wouldn't mess with that. All right, well, Halloween is gay. I think we all... Oh, sorry, I'm not going to use that word anymore. Halloween is is uh, silly, and I don't think I'm going to do that shit no more, except let my kids do it. Um, all right, Dan. But why does everything make me so angry? Why do I get so angry I'm about this sure. shit? I'm not sure. Why, why? What did Halloween do to you? Nothing. Honestly, no, nothing. I, I loved Halloween up until I was like 15 or 16, I guess. And then I was like, what am I doing? What's everybody doing? Yeah. I get joy in opening the door and seeing the kids come in. Yeah, but I, I also cool get anger. That. I get anger at people for enjoying it, too. I think it's cool. I don't know. If 
People, if, if like a grown up knocked on your door and said, "Yo, trick or treat, man," what are you doing? No, giving them candy? No, I usually so I didn't was I wasn't able to do it last year, but I wanted to give out fireball shooters to the parents. Like, yo, I see you. Kids are cute. Here's some candy. Yo, go long for a shot. Oh, like, that's actually a very good idea. I thought uh, again because we went to yoga last year, I wasn't able. So I'm thinking this year. So you need to fireball shots to the adults. You have to make sure they are right. Over like, a hey, age. this is the adult grab bag. If you want to. I was thinking about that. I don't that. know about that. Oh, every, really, but it's only people in my block, and everyone's really nice. You know them and everybody? Yeah, everyone's like, really nice. You don't so. want to, like, God forbid, give it to a 17-year-old, and all of a sudden you're like, no, 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 cool it wouldn't house. Be, it wouldn't be like that. It would just be like the adults It's like the that kids. horror movie Ma, where she has all the teens over her house, and then she murders them all. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I don't like scary movies, so I'm Me not either. a huge fan of it, but I just, if you want to dress up, you could dress can up. Can you tell everybody about the squirrel fighting the rabbit in your pool? Was that you? Did you tell me that? Oh, uh, two raccoons were fighting a baby raccoon in my pool before I closed it the other day. Two raccoons? Were you sure they weren't, like, uh, ganging it in? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the <laughs> baby like raccoon was trying to get out. And the two of them were like, nah, fuck off. And this was like 1130 at night when we were like pitched, like dead asleep. I thought someone was what trying to. What do you hear? It was the worst sound you could imagine. Was it like, oh! Yeah, yeah. And like, like scratching and feet. And I'm like, oh, uh, someone's trying to get in through one of the windows or one of the back doors. And we have the, uh, when, when something's walking in the back after nine o'clock, pop. The lights just come on. Yeah, yeah. And they stay on and then they dim slowly. And it kept on going on. We woke up from a dead sleep. And Michelle doesn't mess around, so she went out there and like threw a shoe and scared him off. Threw a shoe at a, a what's it called? At yeah, and at the raccoons. Yeah, in and, the pool. Yeah, and they left. But the pool's closed now, so so no more raccoons swimming in the pool. No, but he came and like knocked on the back door last night, looking for his friends or yeah. Michelle's other shoe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Speaking of Michelle, you and Michelle are uh, going away. Going away, leaving Sunday morning. Where you tell the people where you're going, Dan? We're going to Montego Bay, Jamaica. Ooh, hedonism. All-inclusive resort. You guys are going to go to hedonism? We are probably not going to hit hedonism. Not even for a day pass? I do not think so. Coincidentally, I'm going to tell you a hedonism story after. But it's my 20th anniversary of when I went to hedonism with two of my buddies. Like, this weekend, today, is when we left 20 years ago today, coincidentally. So Dan's going to go first about Jamaica, and then I'm going to tell you a little story about my hedonism experience. I hope you guys all stick around. Yeah, no, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to it. Not really. I well, tell me. So let's go backwards. Okay, so let's start with your sobriety. Yeah. Okay, let's start there. So, Dan, you have been sober for 357 days. So going on a full year. Yeah. So we are going to celebrate like our one year anniversary, one year sobriety in Jamaica. Okay. Now, when we say our sobriety, you mean your sobriety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Because Michelle has not, Michelle's not. Uh, we're no. celebrating our, our anniversary. Your anniversary to my and sobriety. your sobriety. Right? right. And tell the people how you're planning on celebrating your year long sobriety. Yeah, I'm going to make a video on reflection, everything I learned, everything I did. I'm going to make a video and just kind of sit on it to like reflect and get my words out uh, and just kind of something to have. And then from there, I'm going to drink on vacation. I'm going to see how it goes. Do you think that that's one of the things you're not looking forward to? Is the fact that you're like telling yourself you're going to drink on vacation just to do it as opposed to organically being like, I'm ready for a glass of wine. No, no. I'm ready for a beer as opposed to being like, okay, it's time to drink. That's, well, that's, no, that's like I an alcoholic's time. Yeah, no, I honestly think. I'm sorry to say it. That, like, that thinking is behind me. Like, I have a problem. Like, I drink 
seven of these a day, and it's just club soda. Like, if I, I do see him open the bottles, otherwise if, I would think if he was just bringing one a day, I would swear he was chugging vodka. Yeah, so it's it's not just that. It's not just vodka. It's not just alcohol. It's every aspect of my life. I can't do stuff halfway or a little bit. It has to be 100%, even when it's drinking club soda. And this sounds completely ridiculous, but I've taken a year to kind of not do that with like the alcohol. So I'm going to dive in slowly. Michelle recommended maybe switching to like a bourbon that doesn't actually taste good. So you're just like, oh, I'll take a sip with like dinner. And then I don't need another one of these. So, again, I haven't drank in a year. I'm going to figure it out. So and if my, I don't like it, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I can't do this. And just remember that when you're in a foreign country, um, you're going to sweat a lot and become dehydrated. And so the alcohol will affect you differently there than it would here um, anyway. So... There's a lot of factors that go into it. I can tell you for a guy who suffers from panic, from panic attacks and anxiety attacks that when I went to Mexico on my honeymoon, we like partied all day long, not even drank, but like we would exercise, we'd do everything, whatever. And I'd be so dehydrated at night that I would like physically, like my body would start to seize up. And that was like my, it was, it was my way of shutting me down. You know, yeah. and so your body knows better than, you know, your brain knows better than, you know, you're going to, your body will let you only do what it's able to. Now there's like, you know, the Frank Gallagher's of the world, like the guy on shameless that will drink through doctor's orders and will drink through. Yeah. Bert Kreischer calls it the Mickey Mantle gene. Like that gene that you have in just you, that just the go, go gene. Go. Yeah. It's yeah, time to it, drink. Nothing's going to fucking deter you. Bert Kreischer's so, a comedian. Bert Kreischer is a comedian and he's a very hilarious comedian. Tell everybody to listen to certain, what was the name of the, uh, uh so if you go on YouTube and type in, uh, Bert Kreischer, the machine story is Kreischer with a K. Yes. Uh, you'll piss yourself for 12 minutes and it's kind of what made him famous to everyone. The like, machine, the machine story. It's absolutely hilarious. And it, what did Eddie say the other day that he's also the guy that they, they wrote the story about that his, it's his, uh, so his, yeah. Idea uh, for, the movie Van Wilder that Ryan Reynolds started. Yeah, right, right, right. That is about Burt Kreischer. I like to call it the Cal Penn movie, but yeah, you call it what you want. Is he in that? Cal Penn is his fucking, isn't he the assistant? Cal Penn. Please. Oh, I, is Cal, he? Cal Penn plays the assistant. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Ryan, wow. Where happened to him? Van Wilder. What happened to Cal Penn? Yeah. No, Cal Penn's in a million things. What are you talking about? Uh, He's like on, he was on Designated Survivor for a long time, which is a good show on ABC with with, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. And he was also on a new show that's coming on where I think, I think he's like in a, he gets fired as a lawyer or something. He has to teach English to uh, foreigners starting on ABC or NBC this fall. You can catch him there. It's a good plug. He's a free (laughs) old kid. Oh yeah, Calvin went to Borough High School. I believe he actually transferred to uh, Howell High School to the Performing Arts Center. But fuck Alpen, whatever about him. Who gives a shit? Um, so more about you. And so is that all you're a little anxious about? You think? I, yeah, or- I, I don't know. I have a hard. So like, I think a lot of people have a hard time going on vacation. Agreed. Like it takes like two days, three days to be like, all right, I can just chill. And then you kind of ramp it up like, all right, it's time to go back and get back to life. So we haven't really gone on a va- vacation like out of the country for a year. We went to Greece last year this time. This year we did go to Boston. We did go to Canada. We yeah. So we had some cool trips, but this is like out of the and country. And you were able to go to all these places sober. Everything I did this year was sober. sober. 2019 has been a fully sober year so far. Yeah. So now maybe if you don't feel like drinking, you know, then maybe you extend it to 2020 where you're like, maybe I go just a full year, like a 
all the a one full calendar year because I mean you started in 2018. Yeah, October 1st, right? 18, and now now it's already coming on October 1st, 2019. It was. Tough. I want to say the first two to three weeks. I was gonna say yeah. for you, but then after that, you became a club soda addict, and that's it. Yeah, it's just like it's it like, doesn't change anything about you being a dick. You're still 100% a gigantic fucking dick. 100%. Okay, so that's nothing. Uh, with that. I think it's just a testament to like anyone can put their mind to something okay. and do it. And if anyone says otherwise, it's bullshit. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive that you did do it, Dan. I, I say it to you all the time, and I think of all your people you know. Forget friends. I call you, you know, for all the people that you know, I feel like I am one of the people. I hope there's more of us, but I just feel like I am one of those people that is always looking for your best interest. And I just don't want to see you do anything uh, that will affect your Oh, I was marriage, very much aware life. it was not going in the right direction. So... I use the sober October as kind of like a crutch, but also Smart. like a saving grace. Like, oh, this is my reason to do it. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. These guys were doing a sober October. I'm like, this is the way to start. Which podcast was that? So Rogan, it's, so it's Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Ari Shafir, and Tom Segura. Okay. They all have this challenge every year that they do stuff in the month of October, and then the winner gets a belt. They make it a whole to do, but they have hundreds of millions of listeners, and it's like people hashtagging sober October. Like they started like this movement. And, and a lot last of people year, started doing it. Yeah, last year for me, it was like the catalyst to start this like journey of sobriety for the year, I guess. Bro, it's dope that you are a young guy, married. Everyone would look at you and be like, oh, Dan's this hardworking, diligent, support, supportive, smart guy and crushes and works. And, is, does, and they wouldn't know that you had a battle with this thing hard for a full year and that you've been sober. And especially the people that knew you before this last, this new Dan, you know, that you were a fucking, dude, you weren't like, you weren't like a drunk that people would be like, oh, Dan's drunk. They would never know. You that were, was the problem. That was the problem. It was super highly functional. So highly functional. You could literally do everything here, everything at every job you had. You never made a mistake. You never, there was like three times that you overslept a meet time when we were in the right. freehold warehouse, there, yeah. like in the freehold garage. But other than that, I can't remember anything else that was like... Uh, no, day-to-day -day stuff was... No. It was easy. Yeah, like, I don't know how you did it. It was aggressive. Were you waking up drinking vodka? Yeah. And, and Right, you were, right? Every day. I thought you were. Every day. I told you I would smell vodka on you, and you'd be like, no, you're fucking crazy. Well, maybe not every day, but no, it was but like... You, but I would smell was, vodka on you, and you'd was, be like, no, you call me a liar. It would be... Like, that was crazy. Well, yeah, that's like the denial thing. No, like I'm you're just in something. I'm not yeah, like blaming yeah, yeah. you. No, I'm, no, no, I'm I know. Saying, like how crazy your body is, it like yeah. it makes you be a yeah. fucking liar. Yeah, looking back, I should have probably, not a good look. I should have probably probably done a medically assisted come off of alcohol. How do they do that? So they kind of wean you off with what bourbon, vodka, stupid. But it's like instead of having the shakes, eight <laughs> vodkas a day. You have seven, and then six, and then five. So that's like the medically way to do it. Because I swear, the first week I thought I was gonna die, but I got right into working out, yeah. right into eating healthy, right into yoga. How and tell these people how much weight you've lost in the year? So in the year, <laughs> been... I have officially lost. Okay, I guess I, I saw your mouth, but I was gonna say I was gonna say thirty-two pounds. Uh, so at the very least weight I was, I was one sixty-seven. The lowest you were. The lowest I was. No, went. the highest you were when you were drinking was... 205. October 1st, My last year, God. I was 205. Holy shit. So the lowest I got down to was 167. So, so I was right on. I was 100%. So 
after like super low, I ended up somewhere in the middle. I'm down 28 pounds. Yeah, it's amazing. You look like a different. You don't look like a different person, but your body does. Yeah, and I and it, it's like you don't. Your face kind of looks the same, except less red. And it's like more narrow, but yeah. your body is so more like lean. Lean. Are lean. lean so well, you don't do yoga as much as you were. No, 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 definitely not. But still, like, try to keep in shape. But honestly, You're long, yeah. it came down to the empty calories. How did that sound? But, You're long, I said. Uh, the empty calories and, like, drinks. So even, like, vodka has a bunch of calories. Beer has uh, a bunch fucking of... Fucking obviously. Yeah, so... Tell these people what you drank at Jose's wedding. What didn't I? No, well, so you got, like, you... I met you guys there at the venue... And I was like, damn, I'm surprised. I thought you'd be much more drunk by now. It was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, I think it was. And uh, he's like, he looks me dead in the eyes. Right? You look me dead in the eyes and you go, I've already had a case of beer. Oh, yeah. A case of Bud well, that, Light. Yeah, that was. No, a full case of Bud Light cans you said you had had at that point. Yeah. From the minute you had woke up, because Michelle was with the girls, uh, the getting, girls ready. getting ready. So you were already on your solo mission. And. The guys were like showing up at your house and getting stuff and you were driving around getting people things and you were moving around from like 7 a.m. For Jose's wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jose's wedding. And when I found you at that, at when, I got, when we got there, everybody got there. I see you at the hotel bar. You look perfectly fine. That's what I'm saying. That was, was the like, problem. I was like, what do you want to drink? You're like, oh, we got a, oh, I think a kettle, uh, uh, Tito's and Club. And I was like, right now, you're probably like, mm, it sounds so good. Tea doesn't come with like six lemons. Yeah, it's like you do everything and then you just stop doing it. But then you were like, but, but I was like, oh, bro, you, is this your first drink of the day? Like, I've literally had a case of beer already. I was like, Easy. shut up. You're like, no, I had a case of beer. Yeah. How is that even fucking possible? I, dude, I'm really upset that my tolerance is zero. Oh, bro, it's good though for your wallet. Uh, so you like two, three that's years. where people get into issues. If you can afford your habits. Well, yeah. People like that's how you get yourself into a well, bigger you, issue. If, not like, only that, Dan. People just sometimes can't afford their habits, and that's how they end up fucking winos on the street. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's but another way it so happens. It's they like a luxury to be able to do. We just have enough. We just have a lot of addicts with means. Yeah, you're a lot. It that's makes all. it easier. Like, we oh, in, whatever. We, we don't live in the ghetto. Yeah. So, re reflecting back, one year sober. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, please keep up the good work. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely gonna. It's all inclusive. Do you all inclusive, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go like, all right, where's the keg at? Let's tap no, this fucker. No, and I know I'm gonna be uh, smart, intelligent about it, and then see where it goes. You're in Jamaica. I mean, you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't try to drink a little bit of rum. Yeah, like mm -hmm. a rum punch or something. I'm gonna try it out. But I'm that's try what I'm saying. All like all the a, drinks. I think like a girly rum punch in yeah. the middle of the day, yeah. like one at the beach, and then maybe a bourbon or something at dinner. Yeah. Like something like that, I'm, I'm all gonna, in. I think that makes some sense. I'm gonna try it again. I don't know until I figure it out where my head's at with it. I could be like by day three or four, I'd be like, I'm oh, done. this is not for me. Yeah, I feel I forgot. Yeah, because you could black out. You'll sneak out of your room. She'll pass out and you'll sneak out of your room and drink until three AM with a bar shot. There's a lot of advantages of being sober. Like you wake up super early without an alarm clock. It's awesome. You feel really great. I never drink you, you can, know that. You sleep right through the night. Like, there's a lot of advantages to, like, you know. Do you know. know what else helps you do all those things, bro? Weed, bro. That's You're in Jamaica. If you're not smoking some weed, I feel like you're missing another I think I'm going to have to, right? You're in Jamaica. Is it legal there? Oh, you're kidding, right? I, I, I'm asking. Yeah, no, no, no. Weed is, like, their fucking number one import. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, number one export. I'm going to try that. Yeah, you need to smoke some weed. All you got to do is ask the guys at the front desk. Not the front desk, the valet guys. and Or the ladies that are cleaning your room. Or the water sports people. Or any chefs. Does, do you guys not know this? 
for the older people listening to this that go away on vacation, if you guys don't know how to get weed or other drugs, if you're looking for it when you go away to vacation, here's some simple places to go to get drugs while you're on vacation, right? First place is when you get out of the car immediately, you look around, you see the valet guys. First guy that you see that has either like a white dude with dreadlocks, guarantee. <laughs> Black dude with dreadlocks. Anyone with dreadlocks, guarantee. Um, then you look for people that look a little bit like somebody that you make eye contact with them. You know they're the same as you. You ask the people right away, right in the valet department, hey, you guys know where I can get some weed? Or if you want some yayo or whatever you're looking for, you got to know how to speak. Uh, oh, no, you're in Jamaica, bro. Spoke, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything is iry. Looking for a little ganja bun. And that's it. You give them $20, they'll give you a fucking tree like this. <laughs> American money is great. So that's the first person you ask. If they're like, oh, sorry, no, sir, can't help you. Then you're like, no problem, no problem. Sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. And then uh, you get to your room, and then you ask the lady who cleans the room. So, hey, does your son get any weed? Are you going to know I get some marijuana? Yeah, of course. I'll bring it tomorrow. Okay, here's $10. Bring great. the rest of And then they leave it in your room for tomorrow. Yeah. All right, that's another way. The other third way, which is uh, the, uh, the best way probably because it's some fun involved, you make eye contact with the water sports people out in the, the water. You go out to the beach part, water sports people at every every place, and they'll go like this. Uh, what do you want, weed? You want this, that, the other thing? No problem, sure. They all can whistle, that fucking awesome whistle. And, the you know what I'm talking about? and then they drive their boat up onto shore, and they open up their shit like La Farmacia, and you're like, let me get some of that shit, some of this shit, and a couple of thems. And... Uh, that's it, dude. That's how you get drugs at a resort. And the final step is if you cannot get drugs at the resort, the the last, clearest, most obvious place to ask is Dan. Who do you ask? The guy on the beach? The fucking bartender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Bartender. I'm always. out of the game. I'm out of the game. Bartender. <laughs> bartender will always know. If they don't do it, they know who does and they know where to get it and how much it costs and everything because they work on tips. And that's all they need is to be able to give you point me in the right direction. I'm going to give them $20 for getting me the weed. And I'm going to give you $20 for telling me who to ask. Perfect. So bring extra baseball hats. <laughs> no, I'm serious. But that's, that's valuable to them. Any hats you don't like? Baseball hats that you don't like? Really? Bring five. See how valuable they are. Like a, a, if you have like a Nike. Oh, I don't have any. I just have these. Perfect black. Just you buy them by the thousand. I've only uh, seen you wear I that. I buy like three or four to clip for yeah. five bucks. Oh, is that really what it wear is? Wear them, throw them away. Because I've always seen you wear like the Yankee uh, black on black one too. I have in the past, yeah, not, not in now. recent years. I know, because they're so black on black. that $5, I H&M. I, get, I have a stack of them at the house. No shit. And then if I don't use it to wear out, then I'll use it to cut the lawn. Why don't you bring some of your old ones with you and see like what you can trade for? Because they, they graduate into lawn hats. Oh, oh and then and nobody wants hats, them after that. And then that. I just throw them yeah, away that's, after that's that. not a good thing for anybody who wants to wear one of Dan's lawn hats. That's not something I would suggest. Speaking of something I would suggest, uh, right after this, we're going to get to my uh, 20th anniversary uh, of... Uh, the hedonism trip that I went on with two of my buddies. I won't mention them by name, but let's just say their names rhyme with Craig Falestra and uh, Slave Dazer. So I went to hedonism with two guys. <laughs> I won't say their names, but I am going to turn it over to Dan and he's going to give us, like he promised us last week, our iPhone 11 uh, product review and tips. Yeah. Here it is. The iPhone 11 uh, Pro Max. It's... Uh, so, quick dive in. Uh, likes, dislikes, indifference. I like the midnight green color. 
I think it's uh, it's not too green. It's not too gray. It's somewhere it in the silver. middle. It looks silver gray. So I really like that. I think that's a cool feature. The that's not a feature. I mean, that's just a color. Well, it's the first it time available anything. this year. Oh, okay. I'm starting to like mo least important to like okay, going to that's most just like important. I mean, I thought that was your case cover, quite frankly. Um, so that's a cool, you know, cool ad. Is your case cover see-through? Yes, because I wanted to show the green. So, uh, so the battery life on this phone, it is the best I've ever had in any iPhone. It is, I think, the number one selling point besides the cameras. But remember what I said to you yesterday? It is Dan? unreal. The battery on every iPhone you get on the first install is always great. And then you, they'd say, in six months, they're going to say, update this. And then your battery draws. So this is an official charge it overnight. Use it all day. Don't charge it all day. Official From through the day. 12 to 15 hours. Using it no like a problem. full user. I've gotten complete battery life throughout the whole day. And I really, really, really enjoy it. Okay. Uh, also, the That's good. the pictures and the cameras. I think it's way worth it. There's three cameras on the back of the iPhone for the Max iPhones. Um, and there's a telephoto, a wide lens, and an ultra wide lens. What's this? So telephoto. Oh, the light? That is the... Uh, is it the flash or something? Yeah. Probably. The, yeah. There's three lenses. There's the, and then that's the sensor right there. So photos are really cool. You can kind of see. And then do you see where it lights up? Oh, yeah, on the where, outside. So that would be the ultra wide lens of the whole frame. Oh, wow. So that's like that's normal. A that is a new feature. You would see. So, so take it, a picture of uh, where we have the camera and stuff so we can post it to the Instagram. Thing yeah, so this so is like. How it does. Even pull it so in that's bit. like normal. And then that's zoomed wow. out. And that's the whole. So it's a really cool selling feature. Like I said last week, if you're not due for an upgrade, this is not a year to upgrade because the, uh, the specs for next year's iPhone are looking insane. Is it next year in, in January? Or is 20, it next year in this time of the year, 2020. Oh, so you have to wait a full another year. Full though. year. So if you are up, you do for an upgrade, uh, it's not the worst idea to get the phone. If you're not, you can skip it this year and wait for the new form factor coming out next year. Uh, also going to deep dive. What the hell's form factor? So mean? you see how it's kind of looked the same? Yeah. It's going to look completely different next year. Why do they do that? Uh, so next, so you remember the aluminum bezel iPhone it had like the aluminum around it? Yes. So next year's iPhone is going to look like that. The older phones. The new ones. The next the year's is going to have an ones. aluminum one. It's the 10 year anniversary of that phone. It's not going to have a notch. It's going to be 5G. It's going to have USB-C charging. It's going to is be- Is this all good? All great things. Okay, 5G is yeah. good. 5G is, so there's like 4G. I thought we have 6G at our office. No. No. Isn't that the name of our fucking thing? No, uh, 5G. I thought we had 6G. 2.4 oh. and 5. Okay, I thought we had 6G. Um, Making up shit over here for you guys. So uh, iOS 13 is really cool. It is a little buggy. Uh, it introduced dark mode. I really like that. But again, uh, it's a little buggy. What I did like is the shortcuts. Uh, you can create shortcuts so you can kind of automate your <laughs> life. Something to cool deep dive on. Um, overall, I think they did a great phone release and okay. uh, software update. Verizon is your carrier, correct? I use Verizon. It's been the most reliable. I've had Verizon since they had Qualcomm phones. Okay, I don't know what that means. It's like 20 years of cell phones. I've so had one of our one of our big listeners and contributors, Josh Ackerman, who happens to also be my cousin, he is a um, district manager for DirecTV and AT&T, which is a merged company now. They branded together, merged, uh, I think a while ago. But So he's worth both brands. And uh, his he has an AT&T iPhone 11 that they just got him for work. And uh, he's had like an iPhone 7 before that. So he's like 
all boned up over oh, yeah, it. He yeah. loves it because there's well, so many features on that. that Michelle, had the iPhone, my Michelle had the iPhone 7 right. Plus. So. And then she got this. She's like, oh, this is why you were saying this we is, should upgrade. What about portrait mode alone makes it so portrait much better. Portrait mode's great. That alone. Um, super pumped. And if anyone has an iPad, the iPad OS, super dope. Uh, it basically takes the best part of... Uh, your MacBook and allows you to do all those features on an iPad. Absolutely love it. Super big fan of it. Okay. So, all right. So that's the that's the iPhone review. And do you have any little tricks for them if they do have it? Is there anything that they should download specifically? Anybody a specific app that you have on there that wasn't available or something that you found on the video? Or? Uh, not as much as just like cycling to dark mode is super dope. Can you explain to people who have an iPhone 10 or better how to get to their uh, better video quality? Because yeah. that's my favorite thing about my iPhone that nobody else has, nor can they accept it because theirs isn't set for it. So you could go to settings. Yes. So on your iPhone, you go into the settings and you and go to, hold on, where is it? Oh, settings, camera, go to your camera setting and then video, uh, record video. So mine's at the highest. So it's mine 4k at 60 frames per second, which so is you the, go to the highest and the video mine and Dan's videos look as clear as it would if you like had a 4k camera. Unreal. It's unbelievable. It's, it's unreal. so much better than everybody else's cameras. If you're not setting it to the 4K 60, what is it? 4K 60 frames per second. Yeah, you yes. got to go into your settings, go to your camera, go to record video uh, file, the record video section, and all the way at the bottom, you're going to be set. Originally, it's set for what? Like 8, uh, 1080? I think it's like 1080p. 1080p is like what's like, you know, five years ago. And now 4K is going to be outdated in about a year when 5K comes out. But. This wow. is the most high quality video. So if you're recording your kids, uh, performances, video games, um, I, not video games, but like sporting events, dance recitals, wrestling matches, this is the most high quality video you can absolutely get. Uh, so that's to me the best feature on the iPhone 10 or better. Yeah, is that video function? So yeah, I'm a big fan of the phones this year and All right. the software update. Thank you, Dan. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, let's tell these people how great Succession is, and then let's move along. Yeah, the show Secession. It's in its second season. It's on HBO. Uh, it is very much a, a must-see. So it's a must-see. If you watch Newsroom, if you ever watch Newsroom on HBO, um, it's the same concept, kind of. Uh, big conglomerate corporation. The the owners of the... From that show, Newsroom, you were seeing it from the Newsroom's perspective. From this show, uh, Succession, you're seeing it from the owners of the conglomerate's side. And it is just so dope. I'm only on season one, episode five. But if you have HBO or HBO Go or HBO On Demand, uh, they have all... Um, two seasons on there you can watch the full run of them so you yeah, don't have to wait or do anything you just go right on and pump it yeah, out it's Katie witty. And I, we've yeah. watched uh in three days we've watched five episodes and we would watch more they're hour long and they're every bit of an hour which i like they're they don't leave you hanging they close up shit on every episode um it's not like dirty sex or it's really no sex it's it's more just it's very witty and topical well written. and well written yeah, yes it's a uh, strong character development thousand percent uh it's and dan says unlike very, a lot of other shows this show gets better in season, season two, two is better which i think seems almost unbelievable to me since season one is so yeah it's not thrilling like a thriller it's thrilling like you watch it and you get a thrill out of it because the father the guy that plays the father is the same guy that was the grandpa in the ringer did you did you realize that i don't remember i never saw the movie oh my god it's the best movie in the world if you've never saw the ringer with johnny knoxville you gotta go check it out uh but 
the grandpa in that movie is the dad in, in succession. And he is just the meanest old bastard ever. At least he plays the meanest old bastard ever. And I love it. Yeah. In that show also, he played a mean old bastard. And in this show, he's a mean old it's bastard. Wild. It's really good. It must really watch. is awesome. Uh, so that's a must watch. That was, we needed to tell you guys. I also want to tell everybody out there who uh, does fantasy football. This is now my second year. I did fantasy football for 20 years before there was computers. I was doing it where we were drafting in the big boards and before they had the big boards given to you we'd make our own boards and i was drafting long 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 ago and two years ago i was like fuck this i am over it i was donating 500 dollars to my best friends every year twice because i was in two separate leagues and we weren't playing a hundred dollar league or fifty dollar league it made it worth our time and there was transaction fees and it was just I have, I have a life and I have time and people to deal with and business and kids and family and friends. And I don't can't sit around and wait on the fucking waiver wire. So for all you guys that are like in the fucking bottom third of your league right now and you still have fucking uh, 13 more or 14 more games to play this season. Good luck. Congratulations on ruining another football season for yourself. Although the Jets ruined my football season all the time, Dan. Um the Giants also ruined my football season a lot, but now they got Danny Dimes at least, and he's doing some things. And so we'll see what that goes. But Saquon is out, and coincidentally, Saquon is number 26, and today is our 26th episode. So full circle, baby, full circle. It's wild. Don't do fantasy football, Dan. It's the fucking worst. It's like being a prisoner. All right. 20 years ago today, I got on an airplane with two of my best friends at the time. And, uh, well, before we got on the airplane, we got to the airport. And one of my friends is a little scatterbrained at the time. And he forgot to bring his passport, license, anything. He was, like, fucking so excited to go to Hedonism. And if you guys don't know what Hedonism is, it's in uh, Jamaica. We went to Hedonism 2 in the grill. And uh, we were... 25 years old and we we're all celebrating our 25th birthdays and we kind of didn't even know what we were getting involved with one of our friends who's a lunatic was like hey we gotta go there and fuck ladies it's gonna be the best and the fucking husbands are gonna watch in the corner and do coke with limp dicks and fucking watch us and i was like oh yeah right man funny uh-huh. and we all got our money and got our plane tickets and finally obviously we got him all set up and we had to like pay off the lady at the this was in 1999 so we paid off the lady with a $100 bill at the airport to make him a fucking birth certificate to forge getting us to, swear to God, to forge us to get it to Jamaica. This is before 9-11, bro. This is like... This is like the Wild West. This was the, Bro, everything before 9-11 was the Wild West. Do anything you want. We could smoke cigarettes on the airplane. <laughs> like, no bullshit. Literally smoking cigarettes on the whole plane ride, the whole way there. So, great. so we land in Jamaica. We don't know shit from Shinola. We got on the bus for hedonism with a bunch of other crazy fucking lunatics. And it's like a lot of like people, like older people, we're all three single dudes with no girlfriends, no nothing. And they're like, oh, you guys are going to be fucking a lot of fun at this place. And so now normal people go to hedonism for like five days or a week. No, no, no. We needed 10 days. We were like, what could you possibly accomplish? We didn't know what we were going to, Dan. We didn't know we were being dipped in the honey jar. As soon as we get there, we get our fucking rooms. We get our bags. They're all, everyone's laughing at us. We're all fully, we're like three dudes. We don't know anything. We get there. We get to a part. We put our shit in our rooms and everybody's like, wearing clothes you know on this side of the resort and there's like a thing you get to at the beach it says uh, from this point forward no cameras no shoes no clothes no nothing and we're just like all like holy fuck are we really all gonna get buck naked right now like first of all me and my two boys just getting naked like together like to walk on the beach it was insane so we get fucking we just like are like okay 
we all get buck naked. We walk to this fucking up the beach to the pool. And it was like the scene in Animal House when the three white kids walk into the black bar and the fucking record player skitches on. And everyone stops and looks at the three of us. And I don't know, bro. Those two guys had bigger dicks than me. I felt like I was super awkward. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? We're all like got dying inside and left here, bro. <laughs> so now we jump into the pool, right? Like, I don't mean the figurative pool. I mean like the literal pool. To, and there's a swim-up bar and we get the swim-up bar and now people are being really nice. And how are you? Everybody was from one of two places, fucking Ohio or Canada. They were strange-ass motherfuckers. We met a, met a couple people from Wisconsin in there, but everybody was from the Midwest. Iowa, Idaho, Colorado. Like, everywhere was from Midwest. Like, for everywhere, right? <laughs> Not Colorado, but, like, all the mid Midwest places. And within, I'd say, an hour of us being on the resort, me and my friend, one guy wouldn't come, but me... <laughs> One of my buddies, the littler guy, went to this, like, room with these two people, and he was doing, the guy, yo, it was like this guy was, a, my friend was like a fucking genie. He said it exactly as what happened. Me and him start fucking this guy's wife, like, right then and there. Now, my other boy thinks we're going to be murdered, so he, like, <laughs> knocks on the door, comes inside. He's like, they're not getting murdered. They're murdering this lady. So he joins in, stands on the bed like Jesus. So I'm going to stand up and show you what I mean. But he was standing on the edge of the bed like this, right? And she's giving him a blowjob that way, like facing him. <laughs> and Yeah. And then the little guy is underneath her, tapping around from that side. Now I, like I said before, had the smallest of the three penises. I went in through the can, right? I went in through the back door. And yes, we all had on rubbers except the guy getting the blowjob, but he's fine. But I was like 20 years ago. We would have known if something was off on him. So we end up now, her husband, Horsecock Wayne, is in the corner, as my friend said, doing blow. <laughs> Sitting there just fucking railing lines, checking us out, fucking his wife. Like totally engaged, right? Fully, fully engaged. It was just the creepiest part ever because I'm the only one who can make eye contact with him. One guy's facing this way. Another guy's facing this way from the bottom. He's underneath and I'm facing this dude. And he's looking at me and I'm just like, we're all cool. Right. And he's just like, eh, giving me the thumbs up and right. Finishes the biggest rail you've ever seen. As long as my pad, which is like a contractor's pad. It's super long. Guy bumps out a fucking rail. It was probably an ounce. It felt like he's like, yeah, cranks out the line. And he says, get out of my way, kid. And pushes me away. We call him Wayne, the horse cock because homeboy's dick was as big as a Pepsi can, as long as a Budweiser bottle. And he fucking shoved his big, fat, gigantic horse cock from Canada inside of her fucking anus. And holy shit, my little penis inside that lady's tushy must have felt like a hot dog in the Holland Tunnel, just fucking floating around, nowhere to go. And he came in and punished her. And I forgot to mention that she was 59 years old at the time. And we were 25. And... That is my favorite story about hedonism because although it is not the sexiest of the stories, it tells you everything you need to know, Dan. <sighs> 20 years ago today, I was finally having sex with a 59-year-old married woman with two of my buddies while her husband was masturbating in the corner while doing an obscene amount of cocaine. So, yeah, this is our last episode ever. Uh, <laughs> After Katie kills me. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, continued. Listening Dan will not be here next week because he'll be away on his trip. Uh, but he will be back. And Saturday night, you oh, yeah. tell him where you're going to be, Dan. 
This Saturday, catch me at Porta Esbay Park. I will be providing the beats in the Boom Boom Room, the Abbott Room, uh, all the hot fire flames. It's going to be super dope. That is this Saturday. And you can catch me tonight at Back to School Night, meeting <laughs> teachers. I'll be high again, and they'll be knowing it. Uh, everybody have a good time. If you need a haircut and you live in the tri-state area, go check out my boy Raul at Barba Social on 79 in Morganville. And uh, I hope between now and our next episode, my dog Vinny doesn't die because he is not doing great. I feel like he might die, Dan. But I hope you have a great trip, bud, okay? Take Thank it you. easy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye now.